This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Lauren, I'm whispering you sweet nothings right now. Oh, I guess I'll accept. It's Valentine's Day. And for that, we've brought the Chazaka on. He'll be my Valentine. Mordechai Yankovic, he's back because you know what we're doing today? Wait, hold hold on one second, Andrew. I I haven't been on the past couple weeks. Does that mean I have to uh, re-earn my Chazaka? Morty, for all the people out there, we know that you are tried and true, the Chazaka of the Leapcast. And we've been very sad you haven't been on the last few weeks. Apparently, litigating takes priority for us over the radio sometimes. When we have clients, we got to do what we got to do. And Morty's been really swamped with his client management, winning cases left and right. So I didn't want to bug him to have to be part of the show. But this week was something very important, Morty. Um, You know why? Because it's Valentine's Day. A lot of things happen this week. It's Valentine's Day, and Larry Flint died. And I think that those things come together because it's all about love, baby. It's all about love. And Larry Flint was the man from Hustler, if you don't know. And you might be going, well, you just said Valentine's Day. You just said Hustler, and Hustler is that porno mag. Like, it was like you had Hugh Hefner being the Playboy guy, and Hustler was like, that's not even pornography. That's like you're just using children's art. Hustler was the first one to show real down in there stuff. And you might be going, you bring on the Chazaka to talk on Larry Flint and to yeah, talk I was, about I was the- gonna ask this. I was going to ask the same thing. It's crazy talk. But what we know as lawyers is Larry Flint is actually one of the most important people in the history of the United States as far as defining our First Amendment rights. And I think there's a lot that gets lost on Larry Flint. Like you you, you probably saw the movie about Larry Flint. They had that movie. It was a great movie. I don't know if everyone's seen that movie, but there, there was a, a movie about him because he's really, really famous. Like he didn't have the playmates. He didn't have all the bunnies. He wasn't, um, what was that? The, Hugh, had, Hugh Hefner had like three girlfriends living with him when he was like 80 and they were all like 12. It was, they weren't. Don't, don't, don't take that I saying he's a pedophile. They were like 22 or something like that but it was weird they were legal but larry flint as far as a legal world goes is very important for a few different reasons one is let's start off with this one is you might know that he was in a wheelchair and why is he in a wheelchair well i'm going to tell you i'm going to bring you back i'm going to bring you back to 1978 and there was this case people v flint and they were going after larry flint about Pornography and what obscenity means. That was a big thing about it. It was about what obscenity means. And you might have heard that you know it when you see it. That's what obscenity means. Whereas obscenity is illegal, Lauren, pornography is legal. And before I get into how you're going to know Larry Flint, I want you to know I, in my background, had a minor in college in human sexuality. My master's was in public health, and I, I, I worked at Kinsey. I was a nobody in this, this place, but at Kinsey for sex, gender, and reproduction, I took a lot of work. One of my most important accolades is I studied under William Yarber, who's the person who wrote all the textbooks about HIV around the United States that educated people about HIV, and I learned really amazing stuff from this guy. And so when you look at it from a public health perspective or from a legal perspective, 
Larry Flint's an icon. He died in 1978. And why am I bringing you back? Uh, he didn't die in 1978. He died at the age of 78. But I'm going to bring you back to 1978. He's in this case, Morty. And he gets shot on the sidewalk right outside the courtroom, but from a gunman standing in an alley because they were so upset about his obscenity. That's how controversial it is to be in this fight. But that's not the end of Larry Flint. He gets shot. That's not the end of Larry Flint. What's more important is this case called Hustler Magazine, because remember, Larry Flint ran Hustler, versus Falwell. I don't know if you know about Jerry Falwell. He's a prominent Christian fundamentalist. He's a televangelist. A conservative political commentator. This guy sues to bring you back. He sued Hustler. And he sued Hustler and he won $200,000 in damages against Hustler back in 88. I think it was in 83 that uh, there was this parody that was run. And Hustler ran a parody. And he used a headshot of Falwell. And he used a script, a spoof script. And it talked about Falwell sharing details about his first sexual encounter. And it talked about he was drunk off our guard-fearing asses on Campari, I think is what it said. I shouldn't say. The, it was something else. Mom looked better than a Baptist whore with a $100 donation. Like big things. Like the, you should read this stuff. It's, it, he, he, he mocked Jerry Falwell, a Christian conservative, and Jerry sued him for 200 Morty. Yeah. This is a landmark decision in the United States Supreme Court. And Why? It ruled that the First and the Fourteenth Amendments prohibits public figures from recovering damages for the tort of intentional infliction of emotional distress. Stated otherwise, if you satire a public figure that a reasonable person would not have interpreted as factual, guess what? That public figure can't sue you. An 8-0 decision from the U.S. Supreme Court. Larry Flint, he pushed the envelope. He, he showed us risque behavior. You might be the type of person sitting at home right now. And you might be saying, I can't believe I'm listening to the radio. And I can't believe the Liebcast is talking about obscenity and pornography and hustler and nudie mags. You're missing the boat, ladies and gentlemen. What the interesting thing here is what you can do on your First Amendment rights, your freedom of speech. Isn't that what this whole Trump defense is going on right now? Isn't that what this whole liberty movement's all about? My freedom, people. And Larry Flint, the most liberal of them all, he's the one that paved the way for freedom. I read these people and they go, being a conservative today, we should be protected. We should be protected as a conservative today because as a conservative, we get attacked in our thoughts, our beliefs, our, our words. Well, guess what? The most liberal pornographer, smut peddler of them all is the reason that you're protected. And so I had to have the Chazaka, the Mordechai Yankovic come on because in 8-0 decision, imagine that, Morty. We don't see 8-0 decisions. And this decision, the constitutional protection of freedom of speech, is critical for all of us. And guess what? It's particularly protected when you're criticizing public officials and public figures. I think that's an important statement. So yeah. Morty, Morty, on the death of Larry Flint, I don't know if New York knew he was dying. I, I, I didn't know. I just saw it today in the paper. Well, the New York Senators and Assembly must have because they passed a law back in November 30th of last year that's going to be effective on May 29th. And they came up with something. I'm going to call it the Flint Act. 
They're calling it Civil Rights Law 52C, but I'm calling it the Flint Act. And here's what they said. They said, there's a problem out there, people, a big problem in our society. I pause, and you're probably thinking to yourself, coronavirus, duh. No. Now you're probably switching to, they're trying to impeach Trump for the second time? Nah. Oh, you might be one of the people that's saying that there was just this study that came out that said the real unemployment rate is like 10%. Nah. So what is it, Lieb? What is the real pandemic, the real issue in society, Morty? What is they saying in the New York State Assembly, the New York State Senate? Well, they passed a law and they said, we have an issue with deep fake pornography. <laughs> so with everything going on in the world, pornography is what is uh, taking all the bills. Although, Andrew, I was, I was thinking about this, oddly enough, before the show. And I think I figured out the connection to coronavirus. I want to know. I think, the, I think the whole issue is that in the porn industry, how can you shoot a porn during coronavirus? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think a, a porn would be effective if the uh, if, if the if the couple was socially distancing. So I think people have been resorting to this deep fake pornography to keep the porn industry going. It seems to be the only thing that's going on. But I'm just trying to understand. I want to understand this because I'm reading this bill, and I don't know if you've seen this thing. It's like a page and a half long. It talks about liability. It says a person shall have a cause of action against a person who discloses, disseminates, or publishes sexually, sexually explicit material related to the depicted individual. And the person knows or reasonably should have known the depicted individual in that material did not consent to its creation, disclosure, dissemination, or publication. It says things like what a depicted individual means, a digitization means, what ex sexually explicit material means. And what I want to understand, what's going on in Congress in New York? Like, what are, what are they thinking? Like, we, they come to the office, Morty. This is what I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> And they walk in the door. They walk in. I imagine they have coffee because you got to start your day off with some Joe. They walk in. They're having a, maybe a snack. I watch Madam Secretary. They always have seem to have delicious snacks all over. That's the reason to work in Danishes. How is she so thin, by the way? She is Danish in every episode. She must be having four hours of, of the elliptical before she gets No, she has a Peloton. You can tell. Oh, okay. She's got Peloton girl body. It's totally clear. <laughs> so anyway, they go in and they go to each other. We got economic problems. We got eviction problems. We have foreclosure problems. We have employment problems. We have health problems. We have industries going out of business. What I'm concerned about most, though, is someone the fake saying porn industry. the fake porn industry is booming. <laughs> That's what they say to each other. And I want to know I want to know the, what everyone else's face looks like at that moment when someone says, this is what they said, everyone. I have a good idea. This is what they go. They go. I second that. No, he goes, I have a good idea. I like what you're saying, but it shouldn't be a defense in action that there's a disclaimer. You know, uh, the disclaimer has to be more than just a little. I want to talk about disclaimers for deep fake pornography. Like is there a committee looking into this? Is this where our tax dollars are going? I, I, the, 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 way, the way I envision this happening um, is you have one of these state senators have been there for like 70 years. He's like dozing off during a uh, discussion about some form of COVID relief. And he's on his computer drifting and looking at things and he 
comes upon some fake porn. And he says, we need to fix this. <laughs> fake porn. And here's another one, Morty. Ready? I don't know if you've seen this. They re I'm really interested in this part. They talk about the consent that you have to give. And consent's like a big thing these days. And it's, it's, it's very elaborate. It's very elaborate. They, they even give you a three-day review period. So I, yeah. want, I want to understand where they say, you know what? Bobby may consent. And then he may feel it's okay after day one. <laughs> day two, he's thinking it's good. But day three? Like, I want to understand where, like, I don't know about you. But if someone said to me, hey, can I put your head on someone else's naked body digitally and make a pornography about it, it wouldn't take me three days to think this one out. Like, it's not like a big one here. Like, I'm not sitting around going. And so it's like, and Morty, I don't know if you've seen this is like we're joking about this, but they're allowing people to have a one to three year time to sue, meaning it's one year from they discover it or they reasonably should have or three years from dissemination the later. They're allowing not just injunctive relief, meaning to make them stop it, but yeah, punitive, punitive damages, punitive. That's what I was going to say. And attorney's fees like these numbers could be off the charts. So is there like a real big issue? And maybe I'm not going. We should we should have brought on the people from the porn sites. Like that's what the problem is, because I wonder, like Morty said. Or what they saying, we're out of business now. Maybe this is the truth. Maybe Morty's right. Maybe this is an economic stimulus package. I'm going to tell you how. Maybe they're thinking that the porn sites are going out of business in New York. They're fleeing to California after all. And you know what they're probably saying? And I asked an attorney, Lauren, um, who I knew that used to be a porn lawyer to be on here. And he goes, I can't do it because it's going to hurt my reputation. And I said, and this is kind of like Madam Secretary. She said the other day. I'm paraphrasing. I, I watch a lot of Madam Secretary. She said that I'm just going to do the best I can, and people should examine all aspects of what I do. And if they want to take me down, they can try and take me down, because if you look at it as a whole, I'm doing what the best, and that's what freedom's about, understanding who we all are. So I'm going to put it out there, because I don't think that I should be embarrassed that there's now a new law that says, hey, look, people are protected from deep fake pornography, and they could sue for big, big money. But I'm imagining the economic stimuluses. This is what I, I imagine. They're saying the porn industry, as Morty pointed out, he's a very smart guy. That's why we call him the Chazaka. And he, he pointed out they can't have face-to-face -face contact. Now, Morty, I don't know how much porn you've seen, but the fact of the matter is they can do all different angles. I've seen the Kama yeah, Sutra I, book. I, 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 I wasn't aware of that. I'm just telling you. There's a book called Kama okay. Sutra that teaches you these types of things. And so anyway, but assuming it's face-to-face. Morty's pointing out that that's how you'd spread coronavirus, and I, I, I think he's onto something. So what I think this economic stimulus is, is that they could recycle old material, Lauren. And what they could do is they could just keep swapping out different people's faces and different people's arms and different people's legs, and then they could take the same one and mash it up. It's kind of like your lotto numbers. How many times can you mash up all the different lotto numbers and have new lotto numbers? So we could take... Uh, multiple scenes and just move. Is, do you think that's where they're going this morning? Because that's the only way I think that our legislature could be doing something smart in the middle of pandemic to say we have a major issue in New York State because this is in federal law. This is New York State law. Yeah. And so here's another question. If it happens in Iowa, I guess I don't think it's going to happen in Iowa, but let's imagine it happens in Iowa and it's disseminated in New York State. Does this law apply? I don't know how that's going to work because that's interstate commerce, not intrastate commerce. So are we going to be able to enforce? I, I, I don't know because they're showing it in New York. 
I just have a lot of questions. And did, what, what if what if it's being created in New York, but it's being distributed, at, not being distributed in New York, it's being distributed in other states? See, he's a thinker, Lord. He's a real thinker. And so back to the beginning, Larry Flint died. And I think that his memory for a lot of people is going hustler, smut, pornography, what the definition of obscenity is, getting shot for his voice of obscenity. I think that people look at this law and they go, what are these people thinking? What are these people doing? What's wrong with these people? But there's two sides, just like they said on Madam Secretary, and you have to look at all the angles and we could always attack anyone and everyone's always vulnerable at some way. You see, you can't live life on the run. What do I mean by that? Let's go back to these. Larry Flint could either be remembered as a smut peddler who ran clubs and nudity, or as the biggest champion of First Amendment rights that ever existed that showed that even if you're going to deal with public figures, if you're going to do a caricature of them, if you're going to make a mockery of them, if you're going to make entertainment, if you're going to make art, you are protected. That's one way to look at it. We're making a joke about this new law. And that's one way of looking at it. What are these people thinking? But the other way to look at it is imagine being a celebrity. Imagine being someone in the public eye. Imagine being a government official. Maybe it happened to one of these government, let's be honest here. I'm willing to bet it happened to someone in government. And someone's face was superimposed on someone's body. Well, it's funny because I follow lots of celebrities on Instagram and Amy Schumer happens to be one of my favorite celebrities because I find her very funny. Some people hate her. I find her hilarious. And she's notorious. I love, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want you to know, I love Amy Schumer. And I'm going to tell you why before you say your okay. thing. She just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. And that's kind of the message I'm trying to give everyone right now, that if someone wants to attack you, there's two sides of everything. When we had David Kilmnick on, I was talking about how the cake could be bad on one side and then be delicious on the other side. And that's the truth of life. If you spend all day thinking about all the bad that people could attack you on, no one remembers the good. So tell me about Amy. So she she photoshops her face onto different people's bodies all the time. So I remember seeing this one. And we're not saying in a sexual way, just to be clear. No, she makes a joke out of it. Like she just had a, when she just had a baby, she put her face on like some supermodel's body. I forgot which one it was, but they had like a tiny little um, C-section scar. And she's just joking about how, like how, how great she looks now. And I'm thinking about, and then she, I think she had to apologize to whoever body she put it on because it was a total disaster for her. But People do. They put their faces on other people's bodies all the time. And other people put their face on other people's bodies without consent. And what this law really says, it's a very simple law if you think about it. If you're going to be in adult entertainment, you're going to make print media, digital media, you're going to make film, whatever you're going to make. What it's saying is that you just need to get someone's consent and it has very clear rules. You have to have knowing and voluntary. They have to sign a writing in plain language. And it has to have a general description of the sexually explicit material and the audiovisual work that might be incorporated. And you have to give them three days before you do it. And I think there's a bigger takeaway than pornography here. The takeaway here is that when you're going to use someone else's publicity, their right to privacy, who they are, if you're going to be in any business, shouldn't you use this disclaimer anyway before using someone else? It's paving the way. Yeah, it's paving the way. Like, people should have rights to themselves. And when we look at Larry Flint, isn't the message of Larry Flint that you should have rights on one side to make fun, 
But what the key with the decision from Larry Flint in, in, this, in this case, this famous case, this famous case with uh, Falwell, was that everyone clearly knew it was a caricature. If you were to go into it, it actually said on the bottom of the page, add parody, not to be taken seriously. In the table of contents, it said fiction and impersonality parody. And what they're expanding on right now is saying, what type of disclaimer do we need when we're doing things? And our clients, Morty, when we started talking about this, I said you were so busy with clients. Our clients that do the best in litigation, Morty, are the ones that plan ahead. Isn't that the key to everything? When they use the right policies, the right manuals, the right paperwork, then they have a problem. They go, it said parody. I used the disclaimer. And then they don't have a problem. It's the ones that say, I'm going to do it first and ask for forgiveness later. That doesn't work under our system. And the Leapcast always talks about how current events impact business and real estate. And isn't the death of Larry Flint a good memory of how business should push? Business should break down barriers. Business should get to the next level. But just like Larry Flint, be smart enough to write, this is a freaking parody, stupid. So Morty, Morty. Yeah. While we have you on, while we have you on, I just want you to understand, and I want everyone else out there to understand, that everything's multidimensional. And in our society today, and I leave you with this thought, Morty, in our society today, we're so quick to judge on one side or the other. And what we need to realize is that people are complex. Businesses are complex. And people are going to find the bad part of you unless you put the good part of you forward. Think about that. Think about it this week. We'll see you next week. This is the Leapcast. Stay with us. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com. 